Jessica Sheffield, you are back. Very nice to have you here. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Rich. So I'm excited to hear about your updates because we've talked about schools, books, uh, sorry, Sikla. We've talked about a lot of stuff over the years. <laughs> we so have. I'm excited to hear what's going on. Let, let's, let's just kick it off. But for anybody who doesn't know you, please introduce yourself once again and let's get rolling. So um, my name is Jessica Sheffield and I'm one of the co-founders of Del Mar Academy and um, like the mom of Guardians of Nature. I've been involved in the community for uh, 15 years now um, and very excited to share what we're up to. Now, not only are you one of the founders of, of Del Mar Academy, which a lot of people know about, and it seems like it's the, the COVID thing and the reopening, and there's just a lot of fresh energy around Del Mar Academy. That, that seems to be the case. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. But you've also been deeply involved in the local public schools. We'll put up links to your previous podcast so people can watch and see your past. But let's just go ahead and jump into where are we at today with, with what's happening? Like, what do you want the world to know about? Well, Guardians of Nature keeps um, growing its impact, not only locally, um, but nationally and now internationally. And um, I see Nosara as, a, as an innovation lab. Um, I'll talk later about what's going on outside our borders, but but we'd like to talk about um, what's going on in our public schools and the education system in Osada. Now, it's interesting. You said you see Nosara as an innovation lab. Yes. And then you said our public schools right after that. So I'm excited to see where you're going with this. Yes. So, you know, as, as you know, I'm passionate about education. Um, and, you know, even before talking about education, I like to talk about trajectories. I, I am a, a firm believer that, you know, trajectories is part of when you have a vision is where you're going and something that um i've always been inspired as a costa rican is that uh in the 1980s we almost lost lost all our forests all our uh, all our uh, forest cover was almost gone and um costa rica was bold innovative and changed uh its trajectory changes direction and for me, this has always been so inspiring. There's actually a map where you can see where we started with almost the whole country with forest cover. And then we started losing little by little until we almost were, uh, we almost had no forest left. Um, we had, we started with like 75% and went down to 20%. And then the country was able to change its, um, its direction, um, its trajectory. And, and that truly has always inspired me. How changing direction can change. Um, oh, no, it actually can work because we, we give up hope and we all think it's all gone. You just shared. That's incredibly interesting. Most people here right now have no clue that Costa Rica was in danger of losing its trees because it's known as being so green. We could have been. I always think, uh, what was our alternative? If we continue on that same path, um, will we look like Haiti right now? Where would we be, like socially, economically, and environmentally, with no water, um, no ecotourism, uh, and not with a lot of the things that makes this country rich in, in, in many levels? So right. um, I think changing trajectory and, and choosing a trajectory is essential to where you want to be. Okay. So take us to how, how do you make that happen here? So... You know, I always um, have seen when we uh, co-founded Del Mar Academy that we didn't want Del Mar to be an island. 
you know, we wanted to connect dots and reach out to the community. Um, and I've always been involved in little ways and big ways in the public school system. Now I'm working more closely with them. And um, since 2007, we started um, a collective approach. We call it Regenerative Schools. And the vision is to create the schools of the future for Costa Rica. And what are the schools of the future of Costa Rica? So it's schools that coexist with nature, where social emotional needs are met, but there's high quality education and um, schools that have an impact in their community. They're the heart of the community and they transform the community from within. So um, we've been working since 2019 with uh, principals and um, school boards. And um, you now know, when the, you say principals, you mean, are you saying just in Costa or just in Osara or international or? Well, it's, um, there's many levels to what Guardians is doing. So I'll focus in what we're doing with the local schools and how what we're doing in Osara is having a ripple effect uh, nationally and also uh, in all Latin, Amer Latin America. Congratulations. So, thank you. So I'll explain that, but uh, Nosara is our lab. Nosara is where we test everything and everything that is successful, um, we share. We, one of the things that Guardians has is that we want to break all barriers um, to access this information and the resources that we create, the strategies that we create. So it is very important what happens here because uh, if we can create this model, um, it cannot be adapted for other places. And like I say, the ecosystem of projects that Guardian has uh, comes all together in Nosara. So um, in the, uh, for the private schools, uh, the um, private sector got involved and um, uh, different hotels and companies uh, stepped, stepped up and sponsored. They became, they adopted a school. So, you know, we have uh, Harmony Hotel, we have Lagarta Lodge, we have Gilded Iguana, um, we have the hardware store that actually adopted the Serapio Lopez School. Um, we have Olas Verdes, um, we also have Blue Spirit. So there's several um, companies or, or the private sector that says that adopted a school and they help with resources, they help with volunteers, with they help with technical support. And it's been truly amazing. Now the schools have a composting system, a recycling system. And this year, um, we are also collaborating with the Nosar Food Bank and they're gonna start and Harmony Projects and they're gonna have their edible gardens. And everything that we do is, um, it's a step by step, right? When you have a trajectory, you don't get, you know, you don't get to the moon in one shot. It is a step by step process. And, and we do see this process, um, as going very solid. And, um, you know, um, part of the reason I'm here, I'm here too is to invite others to join this effort. We just don't want the private sector. We want families. We want people that, that care about education. The core of the initiative is, um, has you know environmental education at its core where the schools coexist with nature but we didn't want to leave it there we we want to support so english is uh it enriches the english that the kids are having the social emotional um if we have enough resources we'd love to help some of the kids that are um staying behind in reading you know our kids uh in osara have been affected by the um, by the floods by um the huelgas by the strikes, uh, now by COVID. And um, we know of many children that in third grade are not reading. 
So um, we started a pilot program at Del Mar supporting these children, uh, but we would like to expand and really elevate the quality of education in the entire area, which we believe will, be, uh, will elevate um, the economic, social, and environmental aspects of the community. Uh, yeah, geez, uh, that's a lot of ground to cover. So first, congratulations. Thank Second, you. thanks to all those companies that helped a lot of this get started. Yes. That was really Thank cool. You. It's awesome to see competitors unifying to make the place better. Yes. Really cool. I hope we can keep doing that. And I hope that that grows too. I hope. Yes. Um, what else did you, geez, you covered so much. The, the, let's go back to your statement about people getting involved. Can you walk us through how people can get involved and what does it mean? And, um, and just for somebody out there who has no clue what we're talking about, they just came to the area, they are, they want to relocate to the area, they want to get involved. Can you explain how people can do that? Yes. And um, we believe we will not get to this model schools if we don't get involvement from everybody. Guardians itself can't do it. We're just, um, we're just uh, helping propel it. But the, the collective impact approach of, of the private sector, the public sector getting involved um, will be necessary for this to get done. So, so how do we do that? So people can help. Um, we, we just started a campaign called um, Padrinos or the Godparents of the Schools. Um, that one is for, for people that want to uh, give. The, maybe they don't have time to help, uh, but they have the resources. And um, they contribute with $2,500. Uh, a year. Um, they can do one year or they can do multiple years. And the idea is that this money helps um, with the seven schools, you know, with a coordinator that helps volunteers for English, um, a coordinator that helps, uh, same coordinator that helps with volunteers that can do yoga, for example. Um, uh, you know, giving the workshops and, and uh, giving books to the students. So it's a true multi-pronged approach. It's not just one thing here you go by. It's No, it's, it's, it covers many aspects and we have, we're trying to work with different strategies. So, um, one is the godparents. Uh, we also want to gain a lot of, uh, volunteers. So, you know, there's a lot of yoga people in town. Uh, if your passion is yoga and you would like to, um, give back to the community, a lot of these kids have been completely, you know, enclosing their homes, uh, with fear. Uh, PE hasn't really, really started for the schools because of all the distancing. And these kids need a lot of movement. They need a lot of social emotional support. And you can, tr uh, surely do it through yoga. So, you know, I want to call out all the yogis out there that would like to help. Um, the principal from Serapio Lopez, um, they were telling us how there was a volunteer there and the kids absolutely love their yoga time. So if we can get some yogi teachers um, to help the schools, uh, that would be great. Also, um, if English is your first language and you say you want to support the community, um, we want to team you up with the English teachers who need help, you know, to get the kids more conversation, um, conversational. If, if you're good at uh, teaching kids how to read, you know, uh, connect with us so we can connect you with the principals and the teachers who need the support in the classroom. So, um, so people can, can help with, with resources. You know, that's always super helpful, but they, they can always help with their talents. And that's always very helpful too. Gotcha. So you're clear on this point. They can donate. That's great. Or if you don't have the money to donate, you can donate your time. That's great. Or you can donate both. Or you can donate both. That would be even better. And, you know, the idea is that, um, you know, the community keeps helping, 
But we are working with um, the school boards and we are in alliance with Fundación Gente, which empowers school boards. So we're really working on um, doing trainings for school boards so they know how to raise money um, and how they can um, ask money from the government. And that's also, it's going to be very important. So they themselves are, are being strong. But in a community that that has so many resources, so much wealth, not only economically, but intellectually. I believe that um, Nosara schools could become the best schools. Uh, the Nosara public schools could become the best schools in the world if everybody chips in. As you say that in 2021 right now, how similar is it to when you started your first book and saying, you told me one time, I just said, all right, so you're looking to reach the community and you were like, no, the world. I want to reach the world, Rich. And that, that caught my attention. Now it's 2021. We have a little bit of, uh, not a little bit of progress. You have a lot of progress. Yeah. And now you're sitting here saying that you want Nosara schools, which historically you all have thought were not very good, incredibly mm -hmm. underfunded and not paid attention to for so long. For so long. This, mm -hmm. this, this challenging thing that you've been facing for years and others have been facing for years you're now sitting in front of me right now saying you think you could spin it around to where this becomes a model that grows not just in Costa Rica, but the world. Are we? Are you saying the same thing that you said to me about the book, essentially? I'm saying the same thing about the book. I'm saying the same thing that Costa Rica did and changed its trajectory. Now it's a model to the world. So I think um, I think if, you know, with faith, hope and a good strategy, you can achieve anything. Right. So. Um, Right now, you know, uh, a lot of what has been born in Nosara, uh, the two books uh, that I've written, uh, and what the things we're doing not only in Del Mar, but the public schools, uh, we created uh, an educational platform. And this educational platform um, has more than 106 hands-on activities in 12 environmental subjects um, that goes in hand with core subject areas. And we launched it in 2019. Uh, a lot of these uh, activities we pilot at Del Mar. And uh, this uh, platform is being used uh, from teachers from 22 countries. Um, we have uh, about 408 users right now that have downloaded more than a thousand lessons. So I, I always see that what you, what you do wherever you are always has a ripple effect. And, it's very exciting to know that what is being born in Nosada is, is being used by teachers Latin American Spain. And this is just the beginning. This started in 2019. So if we can show how the schools in a rural country in Nosada um, can change and we show the strategies, um, then other schools and, and the country can do it. You know, Costa Rica is we have such a strong top-down approach in, in, in everything that has to do with environmental policies. Um, and what we're trying to do with Guardians is to empower that bottom-up approach. And we believe that um, school communities are that leverage to make true, true change in the entire um, country. We believe Costa Rica can become this true model of country that coexists with nature. And, um, and that the model started with the, our schools and how we can then share this inspiring message with other countries that are neighboring or far from us. Are you able to sit back ever and look and just be happy with the progress that's happening? Are you constantly motivated by it's not enough, I gotta keep going? Like, where are you at on that? 
Um, well, that's an interesting question. Um, I think it's exciting to see uh, where we started, but um, I always wake up very excited to see where we're going. So um, I truly think that, um, you know, I, I believe in little steps to achieve big things. I, I do believe. And, um, and I think as long as you have that goal to make that change, Again, it's that trajectory, right? You you sometimes go backwards a little bit. And 2020 was very hard for us to, uh, you know, to raise funds to continue doing. But we adapted. We created the Garden Challenge, which, you know, we're working very closely with uh, the MEP, the Ministry of Education of Costa Rica. We launched it um, nationwide this year. It's going again nationwide, uh, even uh, stronger. And now we're thinking of doing it in the rest of Latin America as a, as a copy. So... I, I, I do, I do believe that, um, you look to, you know, you look backwards to learn, but, you know, looking forward to your trajectory where you, where are you reaching? So you keep a comfortable medium between accomplishment and still needing to accomplish. Needing to accomplish. Yeah. I'm reading this book right now of, um, I think it's Rocket Man of, uh, Bram actually told me you should read this book. And, um, it's how the Apollo 8 got to the moon. And I'm just so inspired to think how hard it was. It was a race at that moment, but how hard it was to the trajectory they needed to have to reach the moon and not shoot into space. And, um, but you know, the dream was there, the idea was there, and the you know the feel of you know of of how we're gonna get there, um, help them do that uh, precisely. So I do believe when humans. Uh, you know, have a goal and put their hearts and souls, they achieve amazing things. What are your biggest challenges or what are your bi biggest obstacles to accomplishing your goal with this? Our biggest challenges? Um, well, we, we want to keep um, adding people to this goal. And we know that, you know, even working with the Ministry of Education has been amazing. We have a cooperation agreement. Um, and we know that, you know, when you work with governmental institutions, everything's a lot slower, right? When you're an NGO, when you're a private company, you can move so fast. Uh, but when you work with government, you really learn to slow down. You know, it, everything is a process, everything takes down. Um, so, you know, it's learning to, to have that patience to work in that process, but I truly believe that's the biggest payoff. If you work with the government um, hand in hand, what you can reach is always so much bigger than what you can reach uh, just by yourself or just as a, in the private in the private uh, sector. So, yes, keeping working with um, the with the Ministry of Education, we we actually have a great relationship. Um, That's nice to hear because I know it was challenging to get it going. Yes. Um, then you know we see the the. We see principals, teachers, and uh, students as agents of change. We see them as the ones that are going to be changing their school communities and their community and the country. Um, and, you know, just for example, in Nosada, we see the challenges the teachers have. Most people don't know that a lot of our teachers and principals come from Nicoya. So all these teachers are make you know, are waking at four in the morning, uh, preparing everything for the family, coming all the way here, um, you know, doing two shifts, getting home at night, and uh, attending their families. 
And, um, you know, it's, I think locally that's a challenge. Um, you know, knowing that they have to leave, knowing that they have so many hours just commuting. And, um, you know, that's something that, you know, that, that is, it's part of the country. Teachers come from wherever they can. They, they get moved. Right now, we're very excited because all the principals that we're working with are, are very, uh, very into, you know, into the project. Uh, they're very collaborative. They're very excited. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's nice to see that. Sometimes they rotate the principals and, you know, you have to start over again. Um, uh, so, but, but right have, now we have, have a song. We should pause to, to congratulate you guys on achieving that because getting buy-in from everyone it's hard. It's it takes time, um, and we believe that that the number one things to get things accomplished um, through guardians and through personally, I believe that is re- relationships. So we build the relationships first, and then we go from there. That makes sense. So the biggest pressing need to somebody listening to this, the way they could help you is either by donating their time or donating money, but getting getting involved somehow, some way. Where can we direct them to so they can find you? Yes, um, they can find us um, through our website, which you can uh, uh, do guardiansofnature.org. Um, there is a link there to uh, Amigos de Costa Rica. So if people want to donate and um, be it tax deductible, they do it. They can do it through Amigos de Costa Rica, which is great. Uh, it's a great platform, which. Um, it's been very uh, useful and supportive to us. Uh, Emily, uh, Emily Arnold has been great. Um, and one other challenge we've had is that, you know, this COVID thing is, is slowly, you know, the kids are back in school, but it's also going to be a slow process of, you know, not all the kids are back in school. So, so we're going to make, uh, I believe, very nice progress this year, but not what we would like you know, in normal conditions. So, you know, that's a challenge that uh, we can't do anything about. I got you. So you, you want to bite into what you can. Yes. Do something about it and just and, and just keep going. Yes. Makes sense. Yes. It's, it's, it's gotten you this far. Yes. And again, congratulations on your success and making so much progress. It has been a crazy world since we last <laughs> sat down to talk about all this. And uh, I'm thrilled. And uh, we're all we're all honored to have you here in the community and everyone around you who's working on this. Thank you all so very much. Thank you, Rich. And, you know, I, I would like to thank, there's so many people that have been supportive. Uh, Mary Smathers, which you just had here, has been, Mary and David have been so supportive to Guardians. And, you know, I, I truly, truly appreciate that. Just keep doing what you're doing and we'll gladly keep telling people about it. It's an honor to have you in as always. Thank you so much, Rich. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. We have a whole bunch of episodes on richburnham.com or my YouTube channel, Rich Burnham. And if you want audio only, go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the Nosara podcast with Rich Burnham.